When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I don't like love the high school rom-com because I'm like, why am I? I'm like watching high schoolers fall in love. Like how excited can I possibly get about a 17 year old falling in love? And then they're like at this party and I'm like, this feels like I shouldn't be watching it. These are children. Maybe that's just the mother in me. And Liz. I love Valentine's Day. The red, I love the pink. I love Instagram posts. I love love. I know people are like, we should need a holiday to say I love you, but why not? Your mom time off starts now. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yes. I never like to put too much pressure on a holiday, especially like the holidays that are like the Valentine's Day and the New Year's Eve and like the 4th of July of it all. Like if something, if we have something going on, something fun happens, great. But I don't like seek out a special steak dinner date night with my husband. I just don't. Yeah. I'd rather just get that on another day. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts about Valentine's Day? Because I know, I think it's a pretty highly debatable holiday, actually. I'm so indifferent about it. I'm yeah. just like, I don't, I'm not, Teller and I, I did actually get him a gift this year. I got him the um, the Ander Apollo wallet. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like, I like the Ander Denner wallet. So it's basically like the Denner wallet, but the male version of it. Cute. So I actually did get him a wallet this year. But like, if he doesn't, that's because he like wanted one. I heard him say it one time in passing, so I bought it. You guys are not gift. People. No, like he probably won't get me anything. I might get myself something. I haven't decided yet. But yeah, we like don't really do. We don't really do gifts. I love Valentine's Day. Cute. I not so much on celebrating it or kind of like you said, like we're not doing anything this year. But I love the red. I love the pink. I love Instagram posts. I love the decorations. Like I love love. And I I know people are like, well, we shouldn't need a holiday to like, you should do this. We shouldn't need a holiday to say I love you. But why not? I just love a special occasion. I love a special day. And so I, I am actually a Valentine's Day stan. And I don't need to be doing anything. Maddie will actually be working late that night. So I won't be doing anything. But I'm really excited to see what everyone else ends up doing. It's okay. So you just like, you just like the vibes that I Valentine's Day the, brings. I love it. I'll like go to the gym with my red leggings and a pink tank top on. Like, I just love it. Okay. The more you're talking about, the more it's making me realize I just like the, don't really love any of that. I but think it's sweet. I do think our show today is jam-packed with fun Valentine's Day things yes. that... It's really like the fun parts about Valentine's Day. Yeah. So if you're indifferent on Valentine's Day like Kelly, you'll enjoy this. And if you love Valentine's Day like me, you will super enjoy this. Okay. So before we get started into some of our fun games we have to play, I just have to give an update on the Weight Watchers of it all. Yes. (laughs) This is the embarrassing thing I've ever done. So if you missed it, I got on Weight Watchers because I have like 10 pounds Liz before Liz's wedding. And I went on Weight Watchers after George was born and I loved it. Like I totally got it. I like lost a bunch of my baby weight. I was feeling it. When we talked about this in our last yeah. or one of our episodes, no shame. We're all for it. We love we it. We love it. Happy for you. So anyway, I'm like going about my day and I'm like, this is like kind of easy. I was like, you know, like, oh yeah, I can't like binge on a blueberry muffin in the morning, but I like have seven points left and like I've had all my meals. Like this is awesome. I can have two glasses of wine. Like I was like, this is the best diet ever. Yeah. 
and then I like I heard other people talking about it and they were like oh yeah I only have 25 points I have 26 points and I'm like why do I get 42 a day I was getting 42 points a day and I was like that's so crazy like I that's weird so I play around on my settings I find out I still had selected that I was breastfeeding because when I started it with George oh I was gosh. breastfeeding so I take it off to breastfeeding takes me from 42 points to 25 <laughs> I'm officially off the diet I think it's the stupidest thing ever now I think it's the stupidest thing ever I want to read you what I ate because I'm yeah, done because I, I, I don't know the point system so I 25 points does not sound like a lot of points it's not a lot of points and it's I'm so upset with it. I like wish I could say because like like I said, I was ending the day with like seven leftover. So like I want to do like 35 points a day. Okay. This is ridiculous. Hold on. I got to see if I can like find. Oh, I don't know if I can. Oh, here it is. Here's what I I tracked everything. Here's what I ate. Breakfast. I had a 70 calorie snack bar. So it's like a rice snack bar. 70 calorie snack bar. Two points. I had healthy zucchini muffins that I made from scratch with myself. No added sugar, nothing. They charged me three points. Rude. Okay. Then it gets crazy. Then I had for lunch, I had leftover chicken piccata that I homemade. Leftover chicken piccata. It's like it's chicken and like lemony wine sauce. Yeah. Five points. I had a veg. I had a kale salad. Five points. So mind you, I only get 25 points. What am I already at? Yeah. I had, I'm already at 15 okay hold on let me yeah find. It's, it's sounding to me like they add a lot of points for that butter and that oil that's where it's yeah, killing you and then i had overnight oats six points two one hard-boiled egg two points next thing i know i'm out of points a hard-boiled egg should be no points a hard-boiled egg should be no points it was two points and i wanted two of them so it was i couldn't i was like can't do that oh no it was like it felt way too restrictive and i'm feeling I'm sorry. I'm feeling sassy about it now because it was all, it was attainable and fun, I thought, when I had 42 points. 25, though. And they're like, yeah. there's all these zero-point foods. But also, like, it's just not penciling for me. I also just like to cook. And, like, one of my toxic traits is meat, is the lie that I tell myself is, if it's homemade, it's healthy. Yeah. Like, I could make a homemade chocolate lava cake, but it's homemade. Yeah. So it's basically, so it's health. It's a health food. Right. And so, it's not. Anyway, that's my update. And I am now off the Weight Watchers and I'm just going to continue to eat healthy and be active. And most importantly, just get comfortable where I'm at. Well, I'm happy you realized that because the thing with any diet is the moment it becomes too restrictive, you'll never be able to continue to do it. Yeah. You will be able to do it for a certain amount of time and then you'll fall off of it. So I just can't live in a world where like I have a piece of avocado toast and a hard boiled egg and I have now five points left for dinner. I just can't live in a world where you feel like you can't have two hard boiled eggs and, that what you, and that's what you want. And that breaks my heart. And I'm sorry. No, it's OK. That. I didn't care. And then like, they give you like the weeklies or like you can like work out. But it just wasn't 25. I'm telling you, 25 is not enough. Yeah. So that's okay. my update. I'm off. I'm off Weight Watchers. All right. That's a huge update. I think it's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And Kel, this one is hot off the presses. Grayson called me. Grayson is our sister who's 20. She called me the other day and gave me the insight on the newest thing that the kids are saying. Oh, so like this is like cutting edge. Like you and I have never used this in our language. This is going to be very challenging to use this throughout the episode because we've never said this before. And Grayson, like just for like, if you don't know Grayson, Grayson's like a cool girl. She's very cool. Like she's like a cool Gen Z. 
Yeah. So, and she was sort of trying to explain it to me to her best knowledge. So this is, tr- this is breaking news. So the millennial word of the day is pushing P. Can you spell that? Pushing. Like P-U-S-H-I-N-G. P. P. Just a P. Sounds like a dirty word that you're about to tell me. No, it's not. It's actually a good thing. And it's funny because the emoji that's going along with it is that's also going viral is like the parking emoji because it's a P. It's like the blue P. Oh, my gosh. So push and P. What does it mean? What do you think it means, Cal? It has nothing to do with anything inappropriate. Okay, literally, I have no idea. Pushing P. Does it mean like you're pushing the limits? No. You're cutting edge? You know what? I'm just going to stop you right there because this is just going to get, you're just going to get farther away. So pushing P is a term that originated from the rapper Gunna. I don't know who Gunna is. But the P in pushing P means player, as in keeping it real. Okay, follow me. As explained by Gunna, if you wake up to a beach view, that's P. That's good. That's keeping it real. If you spend thousands of dollars on a Rolex watch, that's P. That's cool. That's good. That's legit. If you do something bad or stupid, that's not P. So you can either be P or not P. Got it. And if you're P, you're pushing P. So pushing P is like cultivating the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just doing something good. So be like, I got off Weight Watchers. I'm pushing P. You are pushing P for getting off Weight Weight Watchers is not P (laughs) for Kelly. So that's going to be a challenge. I don't get it in the slightest, but I'm going to try. Okay. I am so excited there's an emoji to go along with it, though. So would you say, like, example, like, I'm at the Chicago Auto Show. I captioned it parking lot emoji, parking lot emoji. Because, like, I'm pushing P there. Oh, no, Kelly. I don't think that that's it at, at all. Why? But I'm like having fun. No, like, you I'm don't keep- say like P- parking lot emoji, parking lot emoji. You can be like push in. You say push in and then you do P as the parking lot emotion. Okay, got it. So push and P at the Chicago Auto Show. Maybe. Grayson will have to confirm. No, that makes is- sense. Push and P like on Valentine's Day. That sounds dirty. Push and P out yeah. to dinner. Okay. So now we're going to move on to our test drive of the week where we try something new and exciting, you know, so mainly you don't have to. And today's I'm nervous about, but keeping in theme with all of the V-Day things, we are trying a lip plumper. This is the Too Faced Lip lip Injection injection Maximum Plump. Too Faced has a couple different plumping lip glosses of which I have one and I really like it, It, but the one I have burns and this is like the step it up. says maximum plump this is the this is the highest i'm one not like have. i did lip and i one time put on one of mom's of glosses like in high school and like didn't know what it was and like i've scarred and never gone back and tried it again really also we have the space heater running and i feel like my lips are already chapped so this is going to hurt yeah extra strength instant and long-term lip plumper so we are going Doesn't to smell like minty or anything it smells good it smells like smackers we're going to film this as well for the instagram so you can see our results at the carpool instagram and i'm gonna yeah okay i'm gonna go first okay okay you can go for it the one that i have burns if you're not i'm kind of used to it now but even so it's still burns kelly i would not do two two dips (laughs) kelly went in for a double dip and i would not do that okay let me put mine on yeah it's burning your lips are already turning red yeah it's burning yeah it's really burning do you think i should keep rubbing my lips or you think it's better to not rub your lips Ooh, 
Oh no, I'm so nervous. You're Ooh. you're like a <laughs> Ooh. I don't feel anything yet. Your lips are growing, Cal. Ooh, I'm feeling on the top lips a lot. You don't feel anything? Not not yet. But again, I have the lower version of this, so I you am have, kind of used to it. You've built up an immunity. I may have. Do you feel like your lips look good? I think your no, lips I definitely think I look, look bigger. actually amazing. Yeah. I'm actually loving it. Because it adds color to it as well. I actually love this kind of stuff. Because I am not a actual lip injection girl. It just kind of scares me. So okay, I, I love an opportunity to make my lips look bigger. I am noticing, though... My lips are crooked. What? Look how much bigger this lip is than this lip. No, it's the other way. Wait. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. I like, that like one I'm goes like, longer. Why do my lips look like that? I don't know. Kel, you have crooked lips. <gasps> no. Okay, well, I would say my lips are definitely burning, but just sort of the regular Liz, burning sensation. Way, my lips are way bigger than yours. I know. I don't know why it's not working for me. Your lips look really good. You need to keep this. I know. I think I will. Because I'm like kind of getting used to it. This is what I do. Should I, I go for two coats? N- sure. This is what I do is I put it on before I go out. Oh, here's a mistake I made the other day is I put it on and then I realized I wanted to take all my makeup off and start over. So then I rubbed all my makeup off and the lip gloss smeared to my skin and it started to irritate all around my mouth and it looked like I had just eaten a, uh, a, po- a red popsicle and everywhere around my mouth burned. Ouch. Ouch. The second coat is not staining like the first coat. I think it might've been because my lips were just chapped. I like the stuff. Your I lips look I, really good. Like, I, but here I am like, I kind of want to take it off though. Like, I don't know if I can sit through, sit through this whole podcast. Well, again, don't wipe it off because it will go all over your skin and you will be hating it. So what do I do? You just have to let it run its course, honestly. We're just in for... Ooh, I don't like it. So what do you think? Is the is the lip gloss pushing pee or is it not pee? I'm feeling kind of mixed about it. Like, I would never... My lips looked good and it wasn't that it was painful, but it's annoying. Like, I could never, like, sit through a dinner with with that on my well, lips. It 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 dies down. Well, I just, like, it. wiped it off on a towel and I can still feel it, but I still feel like my lips look pretty good. Yeah, your lips look really good. Yeah, like my lips look amazing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I am so beyond excited for the great eight this week. Yes, me too. So it's time for the great eight where we choose a category, select eight things in that category, and then debate each one until we determine a winner. Today's category is rom-coms, a.k.a. Yes. romantic comedies. We have been prepping all weekend for this great eight. I have never studied harder in my life for any test, anything than I did for this. So we did our normally when we do the great eight, we go back and forth and like we don't know each other's lists. But to be as prepared as possible, we went ahead and selected our eight so we could make sure we watch them, watch them or rewatch them this weekend. Um, And this selection is based off of our picks as well as the carpool instagram poll that we did those picks as well so what we're going to do is we're going to tell you the eight and then i'm going to match them up we're going to debate the eight and then we are going to determine a winner of the very best rom-com to give you something to watch this valentine's Day evening because here's the beautiful part a lot of them are older and they all rent on amazon for 3.99 which is like a pretty cheap movie date okay so our great eight 
of rom-coms is Crazy Stupid Love, Pretty Woman, 10 Things I Hate About You, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, You've Got Mail, 13 Going on 30, My Best Friend's Wedding, and The Proposal. Now we could have done the great 85, honestly. There are so many incredible rom-coms out there that it was really, really hard to choose because there's some great 2000s ones, great 90s, great all over the board. There's so many fantastic rom-coms. This was really hard to choose. Yes, and I literally had to, I watched several of these actually for the first time, which I'm a little embarrassed to admit. I just feel like we didn't watch a lot of rom-coms growing up, Elizabeth. Why did we not watch more rom-coms growing up? I don't know. I will say You've Got Mail and My Best Friend's Wedding I watched for the first time. And I saw Pretty Woman for the first time this year or last year. Yeah. And like I, yeah. So especially the older ones, I guess just like how old we were. And then when you're the oldest of five children, like that's not, you don't turn on Pretty Woman as the family movie to watch because like Grayson's like four. Yeah. And our parents were always so strict on movie ratings growing up. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember. We would be at a sleepover and I'd have to call permission to watch White Chicks. I remember that. Wow. I don't remember that. Well, I do. Tough life. So embarrassing. So Kelly, you are going to line up them yeah, so I'm ready to go. Oh, you're ready to go. Yeah, let's just dive right into it. Okay, let's So do anyway, it. we're going to now be debating the great eight of rom-coms. Our first lineup in the first round, we are going to do My Best Friend's Wedding versus 13 Going on 30. Okay. Well, I have some thoughts. First of all, did you know that the actress that plays the 13-year-old version of Jenna is 30 this year? Wow, that's so crazy. Isn't that cool? She like went viral on TikTok for it. Yeah, so that's, that's a just fun sort of fact a fun for fact. sure. Okay. So my best friend's wedding. I have some thoughts. Tyler I, loved this. Like when we found out we were doing this, Tyler's like, you have to watch my best friend's wedding. And a lot of people recommended it on the Instagram. I think we're going to have the same thoughts. For me, I don't like the movies where people try to destroy a wedding. I like it if they're going to destroy a wedding for a couple that's not right. But when it's like the bride or the groom is like a really good, sweet person, and then the best friend or whoever tries to then destroy the wedding, it bothers me. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like movies as much where people are uncomfortable or like, because I just always feel bad for the other person. What did Cameron Diaz do? Exactly. She did nothing. She did nothing. And we're supposed to be rooting for Julia Roberts this whole time when she just does like these terrible things to try and sabotage this wedding. Now, granted, it all works out in the end and the guy doesn't leave Cameron Diaz for Julia Roberts. But then also, what a waste of a movie, though. So because it's the the same outcome either way. So So it's not 13 going on 30 versus my best friend's wedding. It's 13 going on 30 because we just don't really like my best friend's wedding that much. I just think that 13 going on 30 is a better love story totally so yeah i think 13 going on 30 i love 13 take going it. on 30 i have some other thoughts i want to share but i'll share that in the next round for that okay. movie okay next let's do this is so hard because they're all so different mm-hmm. let's do the proposal versus 10 things i hate about you okay i want to go first okay please i'm i'm sorry everyone's like the proposal's my favorite no chemistry there was no chemistry between Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. And that's a hill I'll die on. There's wow. no 
chemistry. I think the story's fun. I like the. I think it's hilarious. It's like, hilarious. There are some hilarious scenes in there. There was no chemistry. And I, I like the movies. I like the rom-coms where they go from like hate to love. But I felt like she never hated him. She was just indifferent about him. And then she was just such a, like, such a meanie. Wow. And like, she, like and there, I'm sorry, there's no chemistry. That's what was doing it for me. Like, I was watching it. Oh, and then I hate the end. And he's like, I want to marry you because I'd like to date you. Okay, also not that good of a love story. Like, I would have, it's just like, so we're, and if we're looking at like, what's the best romantic comedy? You're saying these people get married just so they can date. So all they're on first date level. Whereas like other ones are like way further along in the love cycle. Without a doubt, the proposal is the best comedy on this list. It is a hilarious movie. Betty White cannot be beat. Cannot be beat. It is a laugh out. I laughed out loud. Yes, yeah, but I'm. Do you, and I've seen it so many times. But yeah, for the romance perspective, I see your point. There's no chemistry. So rewatch talk, talk it. Talk to me about ten things I hate about you, though. Okay, so darling. I mean Heath Ledger. I mean Heath Ledger. Heartthrob. I will say, like, if I don't typically, I think, like the rom coms, especially I guess watching as like a 28 year old woman now. I don't like love the high school rom com because I'm like, why am I? I'm like watching high schoolers fall in love. Like, how excited can I possibly get about a 17 year old falling in love? And then they're like at this party, and I'm like, this feels like I shouldn't be watching it. These are children. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just the mother in me. Mm-hmm. Also, Probably. again, when I think rom com, like, I want like. I think when I'm thinking rom com, if, if I focus on the rom aspect, I'm thinking like notebook level love whereas like how much love could really two high school high schoolers honestly be i it cannot that movie could never come out today when she flashes the teacher to get out of detention i'm like you literally can't like that is so inappropriate i know but anyway let's, <laughs> okay so what's let's your pick, pick? mine 10 things that's your pick yeah there was no chemistry in the proposal and again watch it and then tell me i'm wrong no i have watched it and i do think the proposal is a better rom-com Ooh, i wait. think i do think it's but Heath Ledger is an absolute heartthrob. Wait, so are we gonna have? Are we? Do we need to bring in our tiebreaker? Oh, we might need to bring in our tiebreaker. So our tiebreaker is Betsy, and she is our videographer. Betsy, ten things I hate about you, or the proposal. Come, 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 talk into the mic. Okay, Betsy, it's ten things I hate about you versus the proposal. What's the better rom com? I'm so happy we have a tiebreaker here because I'm telling you, I'm going to die on a hill. The proposal, there's no chemistry. Actually, listening to you talk about the fact that there was no chemistry between them in the proposal, I I feel that. And I feel like 10 Things I Hate About You is just written better. Okay, so 10 Things I Hate About You moves yeah. on. It Thank moves you, on. Thank you, Betsy. Next, let's do You've Got Mail versus Crazy Stupid Love. I think Crazy Stupid Love is the perfect rom-com. It is... It has everything. It has love on multiple fronts. It is hilarious. It has a makeover segment, which we all need. Every rom-com needs a makeover segment. I love a makeover segment. segment. Agreed. It has the absolute shock at the end, the twist. I know. It is such... It's perfect. It's it's a star-studded cast. I love multi-storyline rom-coms. I just think that's like so fun and so interesting. Yes. You've Got Mail. I did like it. I had never seen that one. I did like it. I think it's fun that it's like set in New York. It's so fun that it was like in the beginning of the internet. I just couldn't help but laugh that like it's You've Got Mail. They're talking about email and like how, you know, now like you fall in love in these chat rooms. 
and like they're in bookstores. And I'm like, oh, honey, baby, sweetie, you're fighting over bookstores, babe. Amazon's right around the corner, honey. (laughs) Honey, baby, sweet. Like, it's just so funny to see, like, it's so, like, they just, I was thinking about that the whole time. I'm like, she's worried about Fox Books. Does she have any idea what bookstores are going to be? Well, I'm also just, like, she ended up falling in love with the guy that, like, closed on her family business, and that never, you know, I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I mean, people loved it. I didn't love it either. Didn't do it for me. For me, Crazy Stupid Loves moves on in a landslide. 100%. Okay, that leaves our last one. Oh, this is hard. Pretty Woman versus How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh. I mean, mm. you want to talk chemistry? Matthew McConaughey and Cameron Diaz. Or not Kate Cameron Hudson. Diaz. Kate Hudson. Thank you. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. Matthew McConaughey could have chemistry with a brick wall the bathroom scene <laughs> like are you the yellow dress the yellow i literally wrote in my hold on i gotta pull in my pulling up my notes i literally said the yellow dress oh my gosh yeah but pretty woman it's so tough because pretty woman is the 90s classic rom-com and how to lose a guy in 10 days is the classic 2000s rom-com i think that how to lose a 10 how to lose a guy in 10 days how to lose a guy in 10 days is hilarious though like the therapist scene like when they go to the therapist like it is just it's a freaking so funny pretty woman i pretty woman to me was just like a classic and i did like it i though it doesn't give me so much calm it gives me more rom less calm it gives me more rom and i also don't i felt like there wasn't like the there wasn't really like the twist or like the I don't know. I didn't feel like I had the fall and then the build up as much. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I still don't really, I don't know if I liked, what's the guy's name in Pretty Woman? Edward. Yeah. I don't know if I liked Edward. Like what are his intentions? Like what was his, I, I just don't, I never really understood. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, he still hired her as a prostitute. Yeah. And like utilized that, which is kind of tough. Which like, just call it like the 2022 of us all, of it all. But I'm not yeah. sure I'm like as i just think okay i mean it's it's tough because they're both so good for different reasons but my thing is how to lose i vote how to lose a guy okay i'll go with you with that did you like that do you feel good about those Mm -hmm. okay okay so that brings our final four to 13 going on 30 10 things i hate about you crazy stupid love and how to lose a guy in 10 days let's start with 13 going on 30 versus 10 things I hate about you. Okay. I feel as though 13 going on 30 was a lot of calm and not a lot of ROM. Because like, I'm sorry, like who, the Maddie of it all? Like what? I don't even like, I don't, I don't like that actor very much. Like, I don't think he's like that cute. And then like, you spend all this time, like, or the, so like 30 year old version, like falls in love with her and then like goes back and falls in like 13 year old version. Like again, what's, it's just not that good of a romance. It is hysterical. And the looks in that movie serve. I mean, how about like when she is in like the nightdress and goes out in a trench coat with like the thing still on her forehead? Like it's such a funny movie. Again, it has that thing that I hate, which is stealing someone's fiance, which maybe I am super sensitive about that at the current moment as I am an engaged woman. But she tries to steal Maddie from his fiance. And again, bothers me. Doesn't sit right with me. So for that- what the fiance do. Huh? The fiance didn't do anything. Exactly. So for that reason, 
I could go with 10 things I hate about you. I think for a rom-com, I do think I'm going to vote 10 things I hate about you. But again, for 13 going on 30 is hilarious. Like the ice, ice baby. I mean, rolling on the floor laughing. The yeah. thriller dance, hysterical. It's iconic. It's iconic. It's iconic. But I'm, I I think 10 things I hate about you is a better rom-com. Okay. I don't know. This is. I feel like these are hot takes. These are really hot okay. takes, and I'm not looking forward to this next one. Me neither. Ha, crazy stupid love. How to lose a guy in ten days. Again, for me, it's crazy stupid love. And for me, it's how to lose a guy in ten days. So let's. I mean, convince me. Why do you? I mean, crazy. St- it's got all of the best parts. Okay, it's got. First of all, Emma Stone is. And inc- she's incredible in it. She is incredible. And her chemistry with Ryan... Hello, rom-com Ryan Gosling. He is the rom... He is that guy. He's incredible in it. I love his character. Well, he brings the rom. And then Steve, brings Steve the Carell com. brings the com, too. And I love the makeover. I love that the makeover is for a man. It's always a makeover for a woman. And and it's, it's a dad of all people. The... I mean... My jaw absolutely dropped at the end when she walks, when Emma walks in on Ryan's hand and Steve Carell standing right there. And he's like, what are you doing with my daughter? Like, that is incredible. It is a good twist. And it is a good twist. And I will say, and what's weird about... You, you can finish. And he ends back up with his wife, which is sweet. We love to see that. The whole Kevin Bacon of it all is also just... Oh, Kevin yeah. Bacon's in it. I mean, the cast is, inc- it's star- is incredible. It's star-studded. And I will say one thing. I, I again, cannot say enough about the chemistry and how funny How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was. But what I didn't understand about the movie is so they both started the relationship for the wrong reasons. And then they both got so mad at each other. And I'm like, you both did that. Yeah. So, like, it was, I think it almost would have been better if, like, or not better, because I don't think it would have been as funny. But I don't understand why Matthew McConaughey was so mad that she did it for an article. I don't understand how she could be so yeah. mad that she did it for a bet because... To me, I would have been like, and maybe that's just like the romantic in me. But if I was dating a guy and he's like, it was so funny. Like, it just started out as a bet, but I ended up falling in love with you. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And like, I might not be that mad about it. Is that crazy to say? And they just like, it was such a thing. I didn't understand why it was such a thing because they both did it to each other. Yeah. The falling out there because there's always a falling out before they get back together. And every rom-com was kind of annoying. So we're, I think we're going to need to call in Betsy. No, I think I'm fine. I mean, I think I'm fine to do. I mean, I'm still open to hear about Betty's opinion, but I think I can do crazy, stupid love. I think you're making some good points. Okay. She's given, a, she's Betsy, given this head Betsy agrees. Okay. That leaves, oh my gosh, 10 things I hate about you versus crazy, stupid love. I did not think we were going to end up at this point. I know. I didn't think 10 things, 10 things I don't think should have made it this far. I think it's crazy, stupid love for sure, because again, it's just it's just a better it, it's high schoolers and i just and i also didn't like and i think what 10 things i hate about you could have done better is they could have given a little bit more attention to the storyline of her sister and that guy what was her name bianca yeah. and cameron yeah because that was like that could have been then it could have been more crazy stupid love vibes when we have like two rom-coms happening but we just like that storyline they, they moved that storyline so quickly they went from a tutor to making out and like i would have i think there was time in the movie to see both of those Mm -hmm. and i do feel as though like cat was that her name yeah Mm -hmm. cat did forgive patrick like a little too quickly like i don't even think he said like sorry and like she just gets up and like reads a poem yeah saying that like she wasn't mad anymore i'm like okay 
Yeah. So Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love is the winner. I love it. That's my number one. That that's the one I wanted to go all the way anyway. I thought I'm so biased. I wanted how to lose a guy in ten days to go all the way, but I feel good about our decision. Well, I think realistically the ones that we should have ended with was ten things how to lose a guy in ten days and crazy stupid love. That should have been the top two, but that's just how the pairing worked. Anyway, that was fun. Don't like be so mad if we didn't pick your movie, but please let us know. Yeah, if you're a Julia Roberts fan, I'm so sorry. Literally, it just wasn't your day. Yeah. Okay, next we're going to move on to what has become probably the most exciting segment, Mm -hmm. most talked about, most reviewed segment in the podcast, which is Ditch the Drive-Thru. Ditch the Drive-Thru, where we get you out of your dinner rut and give you an easy recipe to mix it up. And I'm taking this one. Well, you have one and I have one. Oh, yeah. Well, we have For a, Valentine's Day, we yeah. have a dinner and a dessert. We have an entire meal. Mm-hmm. Get a bag salad if you need a starter. Okay, so mine is going to be a staple in this house, and it is shrimp scampi. Yum. But I want you to listen. Here's why I'm choosing it for the Valentine's Day episode specifically. It is a fancy, luxurious meal on a budget. Like, I, I mean, it's not the price of a filet. You don't have to get lobster tails. And I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. It's just as good. The recipe that I use... It's inspired by the Pioneer Woman's 16-minute meal. I don't know how Sister gets it on the table in 16 minutes. It's definitely going to take me longer than 16 minutes. It takes me probably about 35 minutes, but it's still pretty quick. But basically, it's just you buy frozen shrimp. I like to buy my shrimp um, raw, but I like to buy it like tail off, skin off. Yeah, for sure. But I like to buy it raw but frozen. So Mm -hmm. I get it at Costco for a super great price. I like to thaw that out with a little bit of water. And then I get started on... Um, with the sauce so the sauce is just basically like a combination of butter white wine and lemon juice i mean all the good things yeah grate some fresh parm in there secret ingredient though is a couple of dashes of hot sauce it just really like tabasco yeah tabasco specifically i've done frank's before it's pretty good but tabasco is like the best it's really like kind of like rounds out the whole flavor profile makes it like just so tangy oh and and then i'm sorry you start by sauteing um garlic and an onion and then you Amazing. do, I mean, which is like love. The best smell, yeah. Butter, white wine, lemon, lemon zest. Throw the parm in there. Throw the throw the little hot sauce in there. Put the shrimp in there. Cook the shrimp. Let it get all cookied. Cookied. Let it get all cooked. <laughs> cooked. And then you do your pasta. Do some angel hair. Mix the pasta with your yummy sauce. Put it on a plate. What you got to do, though, and this is like cannot skip this step, especially if you're making this like a fancy dinner. You have to grade fresh parm on top and then you've got to get fresh herbs. Like mm. make this. Spe- if this is like a special dinner, make the trip to the grocery store. Go get fresh basil, fresh parsley, chop it up finely, put it on top, add a little cracked pepper. It is. I probably make it once or twice a month when I just like am craving a fancy dinner. It totally. Like it hits the spot. I actually made it for mine and Maddie's first Valentine's Day together. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know that. Because I love making dinner on Valentine's Day because if you go to any restaurant, it's packed and they also only ever have like a prefix menu. So you just have to have whatever they want to have. the expensive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So love that. Should definitely make that. I also have a really yummy Valentine's Day dessert and three ingredients, super easy, no cooking involved. You just go and you buy shortbread or angel food cake pre-made at the bakery section of the grocery store. Get Cool Whip, get some strawberries. Put Cool Whip on your cake, put some strawberries on top. Delicious. Delicious. Light, refreshing, and you incredible. Could, we did talk. You could like 
uh, take it up a notch and you could just like put some strawberries with some sugar in a little saucepan and like let it get all like strawberry syrup. Yeah, like a little just like strawberry sauce if you wanted to do that, but not necessary. And I think that with and then some champagne. Yeah. With your shrimp scampi and your Caesar salad. I'm sorry. That's your Valentine's Day meal. That's what I'll be making. Delicious. 100%. And we will have those recipes and all of our previous recipes linked on the carpool on Instagram. So make sure you're following us on there. Okay, are you ready for industry news? I'm ready. Because if you forgot, this is an automotive podcast. Yes. And according to the charts, we're pretty high up there. So let me bring you some automotive news. And today's is kind of a depressing story. No. Um, I know. I wanted to try to find like a Valentine's Day one. <laughs> Something about <laughs> How like... How do you find Valentine's Day Well, I was news? trying to actually look about any like news about Volkswagen, like the Volkswagen Beetle and like a love bug moment, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. And I thought this was like too important not to chat see about. So anyway, this is chip shortage continues to pinch auto sales. No. I know. New vehicle deliveries slid 9% to just more than 1 million last month, according to LMC Automotive, as continued chip shortage suppressed production and drove up prices. Of the seven makers, of the seven automakers that report monthly sales, only Hyundai recorded a gain. Wow. Dealer inventory last month fell 61% from January 2021, resulting in 1.2 million fewer cars and light trucks available at the start of 2022. 61%? From last January, yeah. That helped, that helped propel average transaction prices to January to a record of 44905 on an average. People buying new vehicles. Nothing, <laughs> nothing but depressing news there. Yeah. Um, so chip shortage just continues to get worse. Again, I think my biggest piece of advice, I've said this from the beginning, start the process early. And I would not wait for it to get better. I don't ever think it's like good to wait until the grass is greener because you just never know what's on the other side. Especially right now. Yeah, and I think... I think there's smart deals to be had. I think there's good decisions to be made. I think it's so important to forecast your family's growth. But ultimately, I wouldn't. I'm not holding out for lower prices. I have no idea when they're going to happen, if they're ever going to happen. Because I think a lot of it is, why would they? They're selling them. Dealerships are selling every single... Dealerships and auto manufacturers are selling every single car they make for more money than they ever have. Yeah. So what are they supposed to do? They actually... like. I think it sucks to not be able to sell as many cars. But I think on some level... The dealerships kind of like it. Well, yeah, because it's also there's like less competition. There's, there's less competition. Less there's less more money, and they're making more money. Yeah, it's just it's a bummer, and I can't believe. I mean, just to hear that you thought it was bad in 2021, 61 percent less cars now. That's insane. It's scary. So, what is your what is your advice to someone who's car shopping? Because I know right now used cars are so high too. Or are you like just go for the new? Or are you just like? keep looking for used or is it so specific to what is in your area i would say it's not only specific to what's in your area but really like what is going to make sense long term for you and what your current situation is like so like not to like push my own product but i do offer consultations for this reason Mm -hmm. because it is just so hard to create content for and i think it would be irresponsible of me to try to give advice for one situation and then someone try to take that advice and then make a huge mistake on a $44,000 purchase. Yeah. So it's something like i take super seriously, but i would say definitely start can't say it enough. Start the process early. You think you want a car by end of summer? Well, guess what? You should have started last week. Because really? it's not only it's the it's so you have so how here's how car sales goes. You or car buying goes. You make your shortlist. Okay. So you want to test drive three cars. You want to test drive a Palisade, a Pilot, and an Ascent. Okay, it could take you four months just to find the cars to test drive. Then once you figure out which one you want, it's another four months just just for them to locate you on. And it's not always happening like that. Like, that's a worst case scenario I'm offering, but you just don't want to be in that situation. So start the process early. 
I also, you know, book a consultation. I think that they are super helpful in just like making your list and watch your tours. Watch so, my tours. So you can even have your short list. Yeah. Dang. Well, I'll be honest, Cal, that was kind of a downer. Super downer. It um, kind of started out like really fun and cute and exciting and you kind of killed that for me. I did kind of kill that for you. That was not very good. And I would love to be like, that's not like very fun, like like fun, like Valentine's Day. No. With your with your person to be like also here's, we, what's, here's oh, what's new in the auto space as i'm like the auto space is not p it's not we did p. not we really did not do a good job with the millennial award of the day today either no we did not it was kind of a hard word to, i'm gonna i just still don't totally think i understand it though. <laughs> i think that's where i'm at um yeah i'm trying to find um some good news and it's just not going well okay i'm gonna bring you one more quick little story for the lexus and toyota stands out there because this is some exciting news so if you remember if you know what the toyota land cruiser is it was like a cult following remember we did a tour of it yeah i didn't love it uh anyway and then they discontinued yeah, you got so much hate on that video so they discontinued the land cruiser in 2021 but some exciting news are the 2022 Lexus LX 600, the new Land Cruiser in a more polished wrapper. The redesigned 22 Lexus NX 600 takes the next generation Toyota Land Cruiser, unavailable in the US, and bundles it in a lighter upscale package. So basically, you're having the Land Cruiser with Lexus vibes. So if you're into that, if you're into that, you're then you're into that. That's but exciting. That's the podcast. We will talk to you next time. Please subscribe to the podcast. We have a five star review. Tell us what you're loving. Tell us what you're not loving politely <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody, you know, there's room in the car for everyone.